Welcome to the Well You See podcast. I am Adam Hiley. I'm Samuel Manila. Cal, that'd be you. Oh, yes. Hi. Sorry, I thought you were going to say, <laughs> and with us today is Cal Wallace. <laughs> no, you we, say we, that part. <laughs> is, that, is that good enough? Yeah. Hi, I'm Cal. That's good enough. One of these days we'll get our shit together. Yes, Cal is a friend of ours. And we are talking about a- Avatar, The Last End, Airbender, and potentially Legend of Korra, depending upon how far we get into things. I can't promise I won't sure. bring up Korra all the time throughout. Yeah, because... yeah we, we, we agreed to to all watch both of them, to, or re-watch both of them again if we hadn't already, just to make sure that we could spoil the shit out of anything. And Cal, I'll warn you, and again, it's a warning to any of our listeners, we reserve the right to talk about anything, including the latest episode of The Mandalorian, so deal with it. Uh, be, be forewarned. We will not be spoiling later about the Mandalorian. <laughs> I know. I knew that would be a bit of a trigger for um, Sam. There. I've, I've seen it, but we'll talk about it later. I, um, I have not watched season two yet, so be forewarned. But I'm okay if you okay. spoil yeah, we, something. We, we, won't okay. actually, we won't actually spoil the Mandalorian. My point is, we may spoil things randomly. It's, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I only just got into Avatar. It was one of those things I was tangentially aware of and thought it was a child show or something until it showed up on Netflix. So I, like many other people recently, was learned the wonderful ways of Avatar well, and binged the crap out of it. Nickelodeon doesn't really help with their like 1990s splat branding. It really, it really no. does kind of... Yeah, it, yeah, yeah no, that's it, true. Oh no! Uh, you guys have Sorry. an advantage on me this time because uh, Adam just watched it, and Cal watches it every year. But it's been about four years for me, so if I forget someone's name, that's why. <laughs> I, and I just right, watched Sam, it, so and I'll us, still forget the, names. The main characters. The main characters are well. I mean, there's like Aang, uh, Katara, and Sokka, who are like your 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 traditional power trio because that's Sokka. apparently right. the law. It's like it, it, it's if you're, if you're doing like young adult fiction, you need three people. This hey, can true. you guys hear me? Yeah. Or did I go out? Okay. Yeah. It, yeah, we can hear you it's, fine. It's, it's Sokka. Sokka is not Sokka. Is, no, it's Sokka. Sokka. Hey, Sam, th- this time you don't yeah. have the excuse of only having read the book. I th- I no, I think I'm stuck because uh, wait, I can't say. You can't say. You didn't want to spoil something. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, I, I know where okay. he's going with that. Anyways, right. we won't talk about that. Um, yeah, the, no, Avatar was... I, actually, technically, I had seen something that was Avatar previous to all this, and that was the very first thing I was ever introduced to with it, was the terrible live-action movie. Oh, I'm sorry. I've never seen it. I I've no, I've refused you. to watch no. it. I've refused to watch it. Yes, I, I won't watch it ever. It, it, it was terribly confusing. I had no idea what was going on because I had none of the backstory and any of that. Hey, okay, well, we not we'll pretend that doesn't exist. First of all, okay, fair. Um, not yeah. non-canon, non-canon, or yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I I love that you know when it's young adult fiction, you have to have like three characters and like they have like the state personalities and like, it's the whole like it's like the law Your yeah yeah it, it is it is joseph <laughs> is campbell true. it is joseph campbell and it you know go go see see star wars <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
No, but I mean, like, even, like, kind of going back to the beginning of it, it was... I, I absolutely loved the the opener of that, of having, you know, Aang just, like, apparently to get himself out of a bind, froze himself in a giant iceberg for however long, or a hundred years, whatever. A hundred years. Was it? Okay. <laughs> right, yeah, it was right. Hundred, yeah. hundred years like that. Which, now looking back on that, I'm like, how? I mean, I guess he did that through his, like, Avatar state powers or something like that, because it was just realizing now that he was freezing water, which I guess you could do with airbending, maybe, but probably better with yeah, it was, it was completely proper, which at the time he didn't really know. Right. Yeah, I, th- exactly. I mean, I think looking back, like, what you learned in Korra, and, like, what they showed on screen, that was the Avatar state, because he kind of, like, did the whole, like, glow white eyeball thing. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, just, fe- I, it's like a fear they hadn't factor shown anything about. In. Yeah, exactly. Like the the like preserve the avatar ancestor power kick in thing. Right, right. right. Which then okay, bring, bring that up and this is this is jumping all the hell around but whatever. <laughs> yeah, this is what that, we do. That's what we do. <laughs> so you know, you're talking about Legend of Korra in Avatar Appa is supposed to be the last air bison. And then there's like herds of them in Korra. Well, I mean, air bison Reproduced through mitosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just, we just, <laughs> we, sure. ex- we accept they, they that there were some bamboo hidden. And they split the two. We we accept so that the we world is a large. I said that we accept that the world is a large place and that they were possibly hidden and uh, wild, quote unquote. Because there's a whole part of of uh, Legend of Korra where they kind of tame wild uh, air bison because. Right. Uh, they're being captured by it for pelts. You know, it's a. I, I just watched this, so this is why it's so fresh in my memories. But yeah, it, it, they they were like, "Oh, those are wild. You can't ride those." You know, so maybe Appa was the last of the tame. You know, but I agree. Yeah, oh, okay. something. There's definitely Which a disconnect them, uh, there. Oh, it's like saying like Appa was like a husky, but there were still wolves in the world, kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's they. It's unsaid. Yeah. Which then might also bring up why, and then I did notice this, Appa's markings, like the arrow on his head and the sort of darker markings down his back, are gray or like bluish. Mm-hmm. And on all the wild ones, they're brown. Oh, I had not noticed that. So they're oh. like a subspecies or something. Yeah, that, that was all I could think of. Yeah. yeah that the, tracks. The Legend of Korra <laughs> got interesting with that for me, especially because they kept bringing, and I guess they brought this up in the in Avatar, the whole like, you know, the earthbenders learned earthbending from the moles and all of this stuff, but then they kind of retconned that in Korra, but also kind of didn't, like they kept referring to it, like, oh, the airbenders learned airbending from the air bison, but they also learned it from the, what was it, the, the giant vine turtles? Yeah. Um, I- who gave them that power. I mean, I, I kind of, I mean, I don't know if it's me justifying retcons or not, but it's like, you know, the they, they got the power and then they learned technique from it. Right, exactly. Okay. And even, it, even, it even goes there, back to like the, the different bending styles use different choreography. Yeah. Right. It's different yeah. martial arts and they learn these, the they have these powers. So you see, um, uh, oh gosh, I'm forgetting the, the first avatar. Uh, there's a part where he is doing the dance of the dragons, which Aang and um, uh, and uh, uh, Aang learns from the dragons. So it's like a style, you know, your your Wu Tang style. Right. 
Uh, your dragon style is not as good as my, you know, rat style or whatever. So it's well, they actually are were based on martial art. Forms. Exactly right, right. There's a everything about. I was talking to uh, Kathy last night. She was asking, "Is like, what are you going to talk about?" And I'm, how, why is this show so important to you? And why do you watch it every year with with Bridget, my daughter, my daughter who's 21? So she was prime age for this at the time, right? So oh, wow. we watch it because it's. It was, it's uh, well-written, it's charming, it, yeah, it has the total hero arc, all of those things. It's, it, uh, but yeah, there's so much love letter to manga, so much love letter to martial arts and karate movies, which we watch a lot of too. Um, so, it, it, and, and even, you know, there's scenes in uh, Korra where it's like Kaju, right? It's like 100% big, big monsters fighting each other, you know, it outside. Yeah. In, uh, yeah. So there, I think that the whole series itself is that kind of like these, you know, these folks, these guys, and I, I won't get their names right, but they, uh, you know, they've uh, all, all of this is like a well-written show, but they pull on all these things and they put it together in this universe that, uh, you know, the universe that they put together are these four elements. So it's, it, I, I, you know, that's why I watch it every year. It's just, it really is endearing. And also, like I said, I have, have a lot of connection to, uh, to it through, through my daughter, Bridget and watching that. So. No, I mean, it, it really is. I mean, it's, it's a good point to bring up that like it, it is a combination of a lot of storytelling and animation styles from across the world. Like it's, it's bringing like, things together in a way that's interesting at same same reason i'm a big fan of scott pilgrim honestly where like, right like let's take the best of several worlds and just see what put it in a blender and see what happens yeah right. i also think that that might be sort of one of the reasons why i'd kind of just skipped it for so long i mean obviously like i said it was on nickelodeon it seemed like it was more of a kid's show but then also like i've never really been one to be big into anime or anything like that i don't generally know that world so and I thought it was actual like Japanese anime. I had no idea that like it's not even. It was made in California. Like, so if it's, if it's animation past the nineteen eighties, you you know you're added to it. Is that the, well, is that the I, rule? Oh no, I like animation past the nineteen eighties. Absolutely. It's it's not it's not about that. I just I I've never watched a lot of actual like Japanese anime or whatever, and I thought that's what it was. That's that, so, that's so fair, it just Adam. Didn't cross me as being interesting. I mean, it's totally fair. Like you don't have to like everything. I was just well, no, I I, I feel the same way. Like reference. every yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I my, all of my all of my anime comes from the seventies. So like Star Blazers or or you know uh, uh, all of that or Speed Racers. So and that's really the world that I knew because I kind of drifted out of it after you know uh, Akira and and some of the bigger movies from the nineties and just kind of left that world behind but th there's a lot of that in this oh and fun fact uh one of the writers uh michael oh gosh what's his name uh, i feel like i need to go look it up anyway fun fact for those in the raleigh area his mother works at sass yes that's right nice yeah she she works at sass she actually works with somebody that i know at sass so uh, i've never that's... met her I, I i don't want to be one of those people that like guess is like hey your son Mind if I, uh, could I just have his email, talk to him for a while? You know? <laughs> I want to just chat. Just, you know, fine. No, no reason. Just, you know, 
Not, not a weird way. Just <laughs> right. yeah. maybe his address. I just want to send him a Christmas card. Yeah, no, no problem. And now that the I'm out here on the West Coast, you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, no, that's funny, Callie, because I, you know, I being born in early '80s, I grew up with, with like '90s anime and Western comic books, and I remember reading like uh, at the time we called it Japanimation. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, and I remember reading like Wizard Magazine and then being like, what influence will Japanimation have on Western comic books? They had like all these like, like, how are we going to integrate these two styles together? Because it was very much like X-Men was over here and like anime was over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Right. It's like, it, I, I forget my I forget my point in all this. <laughs> it's all good. I mean, it, like, it, it, in my defense, a little bit of the growing up with things. Like, so for one, you know, as Cal, as Sam was alluding to, I'm a big fan of He-Man, but that actually comes from my wife. Like, that's uh, I got into as an adult because she was huge into it since a child. Has bunch of, a bunch of friends in that, you know, fandom, and even people that worked on it. Like, I've I've met many of them, but like for me, I had I had a weird childhood growing up where pretty much tv wasn't a thing as much it was much more books comic books were definitely not a thing and i was up really early so a lot of the cartoons i grew up with was like the 1950s and 60s like tex avery you know like roadrunner and coyote all that stuff which i mean Um, also is wildly relevant i mean animation is just amazing continuum of like from 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 tex avery to like uh, you know, He-Man, G.I. Joe, Transformer, like, this has all been a huge, cool thing. Right, exactly, yeah. And and I feel that, too. I didn't really grow up uh, watching He-Man. I, it was, like, right at the moment where I drifted into teenage life uh, for me, so, like, those cartoons that came out were, that right. was when they were starting to hack apart the Warner Brothers stuff, and it's like, take out the violence. Uh, so I stopped. Oh, right. I stopped watching a lot of that stuff, and also drifted into music and other, other, Cal- other teenage. Saying he was he was cool in high school. Oh lord, us. no! That's what he's getting. At. <laughs> no, 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 dude. D- that was when D- that was when D and D was Satan worship too. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think what he's also saying is he's a, he's a few years ahead of us. Yeah, on, on those things. Although you're you're talking about like where they took all the violence out of it. That actually. Brings up a good point. Getting us back to Avatar, what I found really interesting was that, and I think probably because it was a Nickelodeon show, was that they were it, it had a a, uh, a He-Man vibe to it. In that, no one really ever died, no one ever got bloodied up. They just kind of like, as I said to Katie at one point when we were about halfway through the first season, I was like, "Holy shit, there is no fall damage in this world." <laughs> like, what? None. Yeah. Well, that that holds true up until like the later seasons of Korra, when like right when, once Henry Rollins shows up, people right. just start dropping like flies. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, <laughs> then it's then it's pretty much assumed that people are dying, or like he's well, actually I, killing people. But I love when he, I love when he kills the uh, the Earth Earth Kingdom ruler Queen and like yeah. straight up suffocates them oh, on screen. Queen, yeah, 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 right. And then and then they spend the rest of the episode not saying the word dead. Like right, right, right. Someone on screen, and they're Removed. like, "All right, all right, that was our budget for this week. <laughs> She's right, gone, right. whatever." Or there's another uh, a couple episodes later where, again, I can't remember the character's name. Henry Rollins's character's like girlfriend, uh, the one who could also make things explode with her mind. Where um, they put the 
yeah, the the uh, metal armor gets formed around around her head, and then she explodes. But again, you or know she's there's dead. The, there's the but quick shot of like that metal armor like swells up a little bit, and you're yeah. like, oh, she real dead. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there was that. There was that, but nothing else. And and Ooh. even in Avatar, again, the the mind exploding dude. Sparky, Sparky, uh, boom, Sparky, man. boom, boom, man. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember what Sokka called him, but you know he hits him in the third eye with the boomerang and then he just explodes right which again it's implied but so that, it's a that little was, bit that from, was tastefully off screen <laughs> they do they right. do a lot of that like, there's a, a lot little, of that it, off screen there's a lot of it uh, and and even in yeah. cora the um uh amon and his brother like his brother just blows up the boat with both of them and you assume that both of them die right so like there are a I lot waited of for so long deaths. for them to come yeah, I waited for so long for them to come back because I assumed that they would. Yeah. It was like, they can't be dead. This is the end of first season. They, they've got to have more. And then it was like, like towards the end of second season, I was like, oh, no, he did. Yeah, they're yeah, coming yeah. back. This is real dead. This is, this is the Buffy big bad season. Cora is, there's a big bad every season. And, and Cora takes right. it out every season, just like Buffy. And it's, and it's over. That's it. You don't see, you know. Yeah. Right. Well, I think and that's the difference between having like n- knowing there's a story you know you want to tell and the studio has told you you can tell it across this many seasons and I don't know we'll renew you this season I guess like good right. luck <laughs> yeah you could definitely tell that they they never had that we know we have four more seasons to go um, yeah unlike like, where in Avatar you get like you know um, Zuko like he gets like this huge like character development arc across three seasons right. yeah the entire yeah. show yeah yeah they knew well, they had three finishes- seasons to tell the story and it and that i think that's another thing that think that makes the the original uh last airbender series so charming i mean it's it also they'd had to it was a kids show so cora is a little more grown up uh, from the perspective right. of how old the the quote unquote teenagers are <laughs> in 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 cora <laughs> Compared the teenagers to, are 25? Yeah, the teenagers are, yeah, in, obviously, you know, college to adult age. But, uh, you know, in, in the original series, Sokka is like, what's 14? Everybody's in that I think so. 11 yeah. to 14 range, which is, uh, you know, nobody's awkward during that time. <laughs> this is a middle school series, so people can't, can't always die. You know, there's a couple of people that obviously die during it, but... Um, Right. Yeah, but there's a, the, the whole arc of that is Aang trying to balance that he's going to have to kill Zuko's father. He's going to have to kill who is voiced by Mark Hamill, by the way. Uh, sorry, <laughs> had to add that in. He's going to kill him, and he's, he's everywhere. And he wants Wait, to figure who's out who's voiced by Mark Hamill. Uh, uh, the Fire Lord. Uh, yeah, Ozai. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, Ozai. I, I did, okay, I, I didn't know that at the time. It's just been a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's his classic bad guy voice, and it's, uh, it's excellent. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, sorry, I digress. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the whole, the whole series is focused on this: how is Aang not going to kill somebody because he is, you know, vegetarian? He's, uh, he's an Airbender. Right. He's, he's in touch with this, uh, and he's twelve, and he's twelve. <laughs> yeah, he's twelve at that time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why I thought funny too. Like when it get, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, I know. He took a big nap in the middle of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like what I got. I thought it was really funny. Like, um, 
when it got to Korra because like it it shows that he and Katara were together like and had kids and all that stuff and and I was kind of surprised because I'm like dude was 12 years old like you know 11 at the beginning of the series and I said that to Katie and she's like well no he was 112 I'm like that makes it creepier he was 112 and she was 14 so I mean that's just standard trope storytelling like if two characters were near each other and we go to like the future series then they they are like the definitive couple because you know you're definitely married to the like girlfriend you had when you were 11 right oh yeah uh, no no <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but but it's uh, you know no, but it was, that's just it, a reality that's just a reality of like tv storytelling you can't be like an egg's married to this other woman that you've never seen before but he met her when he was 32 like uh, i mean that's 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 fair it was funny when they showed flashbacks and it showed him with like a beard and stuff and it was just like it was it was good stuff. Yeah, this? right. But but when you oh, get yeah. get to that series too, you have um definitely there's there's more complex um relationships, of course, Cora and uh Mako and Bolin and their whole their whole interaction and then Asami too. You add all this stuff in there and you know, um and uh not to spoil this for Kathy Hope, she's not we haven't finished season four, but also there's the Asami Cora <laughs> kind of relationship uh which could be construed as as uh um i think a story they they wanted that it was you could construe that because the writers wanted to tell it that way but right right (laughs) well and that was was it you that told me sam that in like the very first comic that was the continuation of cora there it's clear that cora and asami are together yeah, yeah, I think yeah. It's like, like they weren't allowed to tell it on screen, but they they that was quite clear in the in the comic books. Apparently, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And I didn't read any of the comics, and and that's where I I feel like I didn't go back and actually uh, do that. I feel the same way about the Buffy series that I need to go back. I've read some of them here and there. It's been spotty, but I haven't been. Um, I, I yeah, read Buffy I read season eight and nine, but it's kept going since then, and I have not kept up with it. Uh, anyway, yeah, I was spotty on those as well. I, I, I've heard that the new, the newest ones was uh, Rise of Kyoshi are supposed to be fantastic. Oh, I so. want, I want to read that. Oh, I really want to know. Series. Yeah, I yeah. want to know about uh, Kyoshi. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've had those highly recommended to me. So, which one was Kyoshi? She was the, the um, Avatar one that split the world. Yeah. It. Yeah, so Avatar Kyoshi, oh, she split Kyoshi the Warriors, and all that. Yeah. yeah, right, 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 right. Gotcha. She was the, I guess she was the Earth Ender Avatar. Are they because they're like on a weird? They're on a, cycle. they're on a, yeah, on the yeah. cycle of uh, air, yeah, fire, water, earth. <laughs> yeah, that was not not super clear because like when they go searching for the next Avatar, are they like, well, the last one was an Airbender, so the next one is clearly going to be an Earthbender, like, I, well, uh, Waterbender, but uh, Waterbender, right? Yeah, I think they are because they kind of have like the selection committee at the very beginning of the series and yeah yeah the avatar that that whole deal thing. with it right <laughs> although it also get, it also gets weird too in when you get into legend of korra because they were very xenophobic and like no you only stay with your tribe and like you know there was only airbenders within this one group of people and only earthbenders within this group of people but then by the time you get to the other one you get mako and bolin and you know their parents are fire and earthbenders and they also both have you know they've they've been split down the middle there between those so like 
it's but, all know, just kind of mixed in. So how would you know where it would show up? It's it could just be someone who. Oh, that, you know, that's that's, that's true. Because like, it, yeah, like it's just like a genetic component or like a. Yeah, I, I spent way too much time thinking about that because then also like, you know, if you notice like, um, people's eye color in the, in Cora seems to generally correspond to their ability. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there were like some people where it's like, oh, they weren't a bender, but they had green eyes, so clearly they have earth, earth uh, tribe or whatever, you know, um, uh, ancestry. Right. In yeah. There. Well, that's the the idea behind Republic I, City. I don't think they're right? particularly consistent. So Republic City was right. this yeah, idea was that Aang be... would get the, everybody together. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, I'm back. It's been a hundred years. Let's make this. You know, let's stop being so tribal. Let's stop being so separate." And you're right. I mean, because in the end, like they do go around to the different tribes, and they still are very, you know, tight knit, and only within the only within those groups. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, yeah, I, it, I, I, I wasn't. It wasn't clear to me that it was on some sort of cycle of like, you know, airbender, waterbender, whatever. I'm not sure if that's said explicitly or not. Well, when you but go, it, it does carry. Yeah. So there's a there's a couple of scenes where, um, uh, Aang is at. Uh, I forget which air temple, but they have the avatars laid out. I think it's the the northern air temple, but they have the avatars laid out in a um, and also note there are the four winds and the four uh air temples uh so anyway but Mm -hmm. it's side note uh but the 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 avatars are laid out in a spiral as as um as statues right right? and each one and you can see if you go look at if you go look at that scene again you'll see that it it does go in sequence that the next one will be so so uh and when ang does some of his when he finally uh begins to pull together that he can uh enter the spirit world and connect with his past lives through the uh through uh meditation that he can um kind of he starts to go back through time and talk to uh the different uh especially that last scene where he's trying to figure out how am i or last season how he's how he's not going to kill the fire lord he he's talking right. to he talks he, to everyone yeah yeah he goes back and all the way back to uh an airbender uh and i forget her name but all you know so four back and he starts with um uh uh um fire goes back to i think before that is kiyoshi earth and then before that is a waterbender and then before that is an airbender so it's it's definitely mm-hmm. in that cycle or i think i think sam you're it, right it's implied well and also i think that's why that all the airbenders were killed is because they were trying to get rid of a potential avatar isn't that absolutely that said? yeah it, i oh. think i think it is i think okay that was, i didn't i yeah. didn't catch up on that yeah, they knew they knew that they had they to were attack. They're just trying to wipe wipe them out before. Right. So the the idea you know, was if the old if the old like evil empire thing take take out the potential hero bloodline. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yes. Th- there was a lot of stuff in. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff in both those series that was kind of just implied like that. Which, if you didn't pick up on it, it wasn't ever explicitly said. You know. Well, I mean that's. Yeah, that's that's how you know show don't tell don't don't have like all right and now it's exposition time. I know. Like, with like a slideshow in the background or something. I know, but there's some stuff where it's like it was kind of important, but then it wasn't super clear and you had to figure it out and whatnot. But I mean, I guess that, that makes it a good show. It just was interesting that, you know, obviously most wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely prefer that to just like 
exposition hour where we're like, gonna, right, gonna, like, spoon feed you a, a plot point. Like, yeah, yeah. One I thing it lets people have, you know, podcasts where they discuss shows. Yeah, <laughs> details. Shush. <laughs> Shush. Well, yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> It is. It is a. Th- you know. It's and we don't have to go. Like I. I appreciate that this is your podcast and the way you guys talk about this because the the two that I the two that you've done the two that I've listened to I like that. Um, it, it is following the conversation, right? We're we're just trying to say, hey, this is a show we but all appreciate, and here's why we appreciate it, and what 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 it is that yes. we get out oh, of it. Oh, for sure. That that's our. Yeah. yeah. For 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 again, any any listeners that we may or may not have, and then for for Cal's sake just as a reminder this is because sam and i used to just have conversations like this in the morning when we got to work yeah and then 2020 so and also i left red hat so that didn't help but (laughs) but this was a sort of replacement for that of being able to have those just like well and it's fun to to bounce ideas off each other because it's not like you know well, uh, yeah, and I'm my, the final authority on Star Wars. It's like, no, let's let's talk mind about you, it, Sam. If you told me something of Star Wars and I disagreed, then I'm clearly wrong. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's that's a different issue. <laughs> that, yeah. We all we all know. But we it's have just like deeper, if, if you yeah. try to come up with. No, yeah, it's just like if if Sam tried to disagree with me about something on Back to the Future, he's clearly wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, just the way no, I'm just kidding. Sorry, I had to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. No, that's, that's that's where it came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm not wearing my glasses. I was supposed to have the no, glasses if, on. If so I'm like, no, actually, Skeletor's backstory is that he was a prince of the. It's like, no, like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all good. So, although back on Avatar, I just realized one of the characters we haven't mentioned at all, who is, I think, potentially my favorite, is Toph. Oh yeah, Toph is amazing. I, yeah, like, and, you know, like, spoiler: Old Toph is like the best thing old, I've ever seen. Old Toph is amazing, but like <laughs> even kind of jumping to the end of Avatar when she learns metal bending just like out of nowhere, and right. I like they kind of explain that. Yeah, it, when she at the like I think it's in the last episode goes to take over one of the giant airships, which I love how they went from hot air balloon to we have motherfucking giant metal rigid airships. But she goes up to the door of the control room and does the shave and a haircut knock. And then on the last two knocks forms the door around her into a giant suit of armor. Katie and I lost it. Yeah. Just yeah. lost right. it. Right. And then she's like climbing up on the ceiling and just like, well, no, top is, is amazing. Cause she, I mean, her and the days of the dragon thing show that like, all these tribes think they know bending really well, right? But they've like they but they've scratched the surface on what they're on what they're doing, right? Because like you you see like because by the time of Korra, they're like industrial lightning benders, where it's like right. yeah, yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure. I was like, are you powering the city or how does that work? Right, right. Well, it's they were a, like boosters. It's a little <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know if they, there's a lot of coal power in in Avatar: Last Airbender. When you get to Korra, it's like yeah, it's also like uh, you know Mako helping power Republic City. But um, but yeah, but, yeah. To, but just to, this to, idea that like that like oh yeah, like there's metal bending, and then by the end it's like well also lava bending, obviously like right that? yeah yeah there's <laughs> they start to mix like lava is fire and earth right so they're starting to like uh and and I think it, it's important to to it's a trope and and this is something that I love Toph don't get me wrong Toph is the 
blind blind uh i can see better with other things so i know you have some friends that have right. uh degenerative eye disease and they're like oh it's such a it's such a trope to say that if you take away this one sense everything i i know I, but people say it what i what i feel it, like the and story, also like blind master is like a whole martial arts blind master is a trope. complete trope but she's right. she is amazing i love toff don't get <laughs> do not take this wrong but what i what i'm going to say is like the trope of that is and and actually the drive for how she became a metal bender was she could feel she you know her enhanced and she's a they're almost they're superheroes just put it that right. way right so she could say uh, um just like she tells cora it's like you still got metal in you you know there's still metal in you i can feel it i don't need to see it i know what's wrong she could see right. and feel she's like i know that this is there's there are aggregates of earth in this metal that i know how to bend and she does it and she's like and, and then she's like i'm the best right <laughs> she's like i'm yeah. awesome <laughs> well it, it, totally. you get you get to see like the extension of different bending types because you also get to see uh blood bending for water bending that that is scary like, and awesome and, and then how yeah, like quickly, all these, how, how all quickly, these like techniques have like applications that they're not even using because it's like well well there's, there's water and blood like why are we not doing that right <laughs> right and 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 how quickly i think what it shows is not only was ang picking up the right people that were you know coming to him i mean Sokka excluded because he wasn't a bender, but he, you know, he he's brilliant and funny in other ways, and I love Sokka. I I probably mm -hmm. align well, with Sokka. He's, he's the he's the Zeppo, right? He is. So he's the Zeppo, right? <laughs> yeah, you always do. I, <laughs> I I do compare him a lot to Xander. That 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 is something that uh, Bridget and I have talked about with our love for both Buffy and and Avatar. But but you, Katara. I mean, let's talk about powerful benders. Katara. How quickly Katara picked up bloodbending from. Uh, how quickly Katara picked up just like right. destroyed uh, Aang's master. I can't remember his name. Her future step granddad uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, from, yeah. The, right. from the Northern Water Tribe. That guy that was like, no women can learn, you know, and there's all these backwards things that they tear down. You know, that was a good that was a good glass ceiling to tear down. She's like, nah, I'm better than you. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, in general, and especially for the time, I mean, speaking of just like breaking glass and stuff, it, it was good to have a show that had like people of multiple skin tones working together. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, this, I forget when did the show actually premiere originally? Was it 2005? Seven? Oh, five. Five. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was like, going to say, yeah. You know, we. we yeah, yeah 15 it, it years was, ago. <laughs> it was pretty progressive for the time. Um, and then you even had like. Um, Sokka's girlfriend Suki, who is you know like warrior woman, woman, yeah, like, and it's all good, great thing to expose children to. Yeah, like <laughs> no, you, you can you can do anything, and yeah, it, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, you're right. The, I mean, mind you, I I have heard that there were some people that were a little bit annoyed by the like clearly the the water tribe were Inuits, and that they felt like there was a little bit of cultural appropriation or something. But I I can understand that they were more more directly tied to an existing culture than probably the other three tribes. Yeah. Like, right. The other three tribes were more were more amalgamations of other of things. As yeah, well as just like just, just everything. These are these are Inuit. Like they like and that was pretty much like the the end of it. Like they wear furs. They live in the cold. Right. They have some, they have like, igloos. We can't name a third thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. 
but yeah, uh, but that, that, they're not the like, only water benders. Skin tone look like that. But they're not the only they're water. Not the only water bender. Yeah, you meet the the swamp benders, <laughs> who are amazing in their own way. <laughs> and those the, the, the red the redneck water benders. <laughs> <for> sure. <laughs> yeah. Does it taste right. like? Wait, wait. Does it taste like uh, rabbit possum or squirrel possum or? <laughs> 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 okay, so that that brings up another interesting thing that I find funny. So you've got Appa that has six legs, and in the right. very beginning of the series, almost everything was just Earth animal with six legs. So like there were penguins that had six legs or six, you know, right. two, appendages, two, right. two, yeah. two feet and yeah, six appendages, whatever. And then it was like season two somewhere where they're like, no, 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 better, better. We mix animals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> turtle duck, which I, you have no idea how happy I was when I finally saw the turtle duck because I've seen that screenshot in meme form a hundred times and I had no idea what it was from. And I was <laughs> that's like, that's awesome. adorable. I want one of those. Right. And then I was like, it's the thing. Um, but yeah, it was like, like there still were occasionally animals that had like a weird number of appendages, but they kind of seemed to go more towards, nah, it's a, moose bear yeah or yeah. like i even like when like they they go to the the earth kingdom and they're like he has a bear you mean platypus bear yeah surely bear. surely you mean yeah right yeah exactly so you mean a lion bear no no, no just, just a, bear. a bear they're like huh <laughs> so it's like they're aware of the discrete animals yeah it raises questions because like why how do they know what a lion and a bear is separately if mm-hmm. yeah well we might be overanalyzing, but it's what we do. <laughs> right, yes. right, yeah. This is entirely yeah. the point. Right, exactly. But, but yeah, they, uh, the self-awareness is the fun, right? And that's where they're like, yeah, we were just being creative and we maybe got a little too crazy, but, uh, you know, it's still fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to see a pig, a Speaking pig self-awareness. <laughs> right, yeah, th- those were amazing. And speaking of awareness, the Not My Cabbages guy. <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, Cabbage Corp. Cabbage Corp. <laughs> Cab- yeah, that they even carried over. Not my Cabbage Corporation. <laughs> right. Like, and when they mentioned Cabbage Corporation, I'm like, oh God, don't you, don't you do it? And they don't did you, it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You're, you're gonna do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, they 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 have to. No, I love I I love. Yeah, I mean I love. I mean, running gag is one of my favorite tropes because it goes from you know not that funny to this isn't funny at all to that. This is the most hilarious thing ever. Like the longer right. you keep it up. It just, it's, I love when any show has a running gag because it's just right. Yeah, no, it, it was, it was amazing that they, that they kept doing that up. I, I would love to just see like a supercut of like all the times that some, some dude's cabbage thing gets, you know, cabbage cart or cabbage company gets utterly destroyed. Yeah. By whatever. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh <sighs> uh, yeah. Yes, Sam. What? Oh, I thought you were going to say something. I thought you no, had it. I, I, thought. I, had, I had Googled a picture of a turtle duck, and I, was, I might have made a sound because they're adorable. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> they, they are. I, yeah, I know. That's another thing I really wanted. It's like, just like a compendium of like all of the weird animal mixes that exist in there. That'd be cool. Um, well, I guess that would be one of the other tropes is the platypus bear constantly pooping out an egg or something or yeah there's like, yeah anytime they get scared something comes out of them exactly yeah yeah they I had forgotten that part yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I, I think it, I think it, uh, too, it's when you, when you think about they were trying to invent this universe and make it unique and then somebody came up with that idea. I, I'd love to know the backstory. I'd, I'd kind of love to, to know somebody that's like, oh yeah, this is, you know, I, I, because maybe one of the first things was that turtle duck. And I think, I don't know. I'm going to just go out on a limb here and say, somebody said I, turtle dove and they said, turtle duck, what's a turtle duck? And it's like, no, 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 turtle dove. <laughs> It's like, and then they were like, "Ooh, what uh, if yeah. we?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't I know don't... for sure that that was the first combo animal. It's just one of the first that I really remember. Yeah, I know but a good point about, about world building. They did it. They tried to do a good job of like. I mean, it's always hard to do. To I imagine if you're doing that, like we got to make a new universe. And when the series opens on a map of like something you've never seen before, it's just the, right. all the effort they put into like, no, like this is not Earth. Like, yeah. Right. I did greatly appreciate that, that they were like, no, 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 very clearly, not Earth, somewhere else, just don't worry yeah. about it. Don't worry about it, stop asking questions, like, and, <laughs> I mean, and the combo animals and the six-legged and the hexapods are uh, a big part of that. Right, yeah, they, they, they that's the, uh, yeah, again, this is the thing, it's like, they follow a lot of, of writing, uh, best practices, for lack of a better term, but, um, they have built this world and they made it uh they made it in a in a way that was charming they made it in a way that was thoughtful they've uh and and then they just made crazy stuff because they could like i think they kind of got once they figured and i think this goes back to the point of cora being a uh bad guy of the you know or anything in that that uh tv genre especially within you know up until streaming which i think you guys mentioned at some point in in the last podcast of streaming has changed the way that you can totally totally write a series right you don't you're not come uh constrained so they had a but they had that first pitch must have been the best thing that they did because they're like no it'll be three seasons and this is why and we need for you to be you know so nickelodeon was like yeah we're bought into three seasons and they had the i'm sure they had at least the roadmap but everything else became that uh okay guys we've got three seasons (laughs) we've got this big concept Okay, let's go. You know, and they brought in some I, of the best writers, and, I, and of course, those writers have done other things too. Sam, like uh, uh, right. um, Dragon King, right? Dragon King. Am I? What? Uh, Dragon Prince. Prince. Dragon, Dragon yeah, Prince. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Dragon I love Prince. that show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't watched the latest idea. season. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually behind on that. I need to catch up. I'm like a season behind. I haven't. Oh, oh God! It's the late, this latest season is amazing. Nice. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah. The, Kyle, you make you make a good point, and I really wish that more networks. I mean, obviously, this is changing with streaming, but even the th- stuff that's on networks would be more open to people saying, "Hey, we have two to three seasons of content, or we even have one season of content." Because, like, like I was thinking about the other day, you know, people are still in love with SpongeBob SquarePants. That show was on when I was in high school. Like, yeah, that I just, love. No, I stop. love. I love SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I'll tell and, you. And uh, the- so to side side note on on Nickelodeon and SpongeBob, it's not just because I, I was watching it with with, but it has a lot of. You were talking about Tex Avery. You were talking about stuff like that. Aaron Springer, uh, other folks that wrote for that that ended up like uh, 
doing uh and also collaborating with people like uh jindy tartoski to do uh samurai jack but you know they ended up with things like korgoth of barbaria you know these guys were not just writing kids shows they were writing really straight uh uh what's his name green uh greenblatt uh can't remember his name but some of those guys that were writing for spongebob were like the tex avery's of their day it was nutty Mm -hmm. nutty stuff so i before you th- well, before it, it, you sling arrows at SpongeBob, let it go on forever. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I get well, that. And my point of it is more, is more this: like from the standpoint of shows like Avatar, or like one of my always favorite examples for this kind of thing is the new Shira. Is when they know they have X number of episodes that they plan on, all of the crap falls away. Yes, because they have to focus on what do we need to tell this story to get from point A to point Z? Everything else that's not necessary for that falls away. And to me, that makes for amazing television. I agree. I mean, I, I, no, like, I don't disagree I like with what that streaming is doing as far as like doing things on like you're guaranteed this season. So like you could slow rush it. I, I don't like uh, like this. I, I love stranger things, but I'm just going to pick on it for this for a second like every season ends with a teaser for maybe next season if we get renewed right and it's like that i yeah so I, the idea like you said like constraining it to like three seasons is is yeah. great which by the way if you've not seen three seasons probably keep and the age of wonder beasts i highly recommend that that's on what? netflix i don't know Never that heard of that oh wow yeah yeah look, look it up yeah Kipo k-i-p-o and the Age uh-huh. of Wonder Beast. It's three seasons. I think they're each like nine episodes. Okay. And and it, it was very much that structure of like, we're, we're telling this in three seasons, so it's three arcs, but right. that's it. Like when we get to the end, end of season three, it was like, okay, so we're we're done. Like there's no. Yeah, and and, and as much as like I love Legend of Korra, I think it's a great mm. show. I do feel like it doesn't hold up to me as much as Avatar because they were just. Like they were trying to fit everything they could into one season, weren't sure if they were ever gonna get a second one, so it wasn't yeah. as concise. It, it didn't get its legs under it as much as it could have because, and right. I think it's because of that. Right. Yeah, yeah, it, it's still a great show, it's still well written, but yeah, it oh, totally it, it's the problem with, and I think this is true, it's like things. We can go all the way back to like I, I, the thing that comes to mind for me is like uh, Little Orphan Annie radio serial of the the twenties, you know. So, uh, and yeah. I, and I know this is weird, or or Tin uh, Tin or something like that. The, like, if we're going way back in time to mm-hmm. serialize things that were just like uh, tune in next week when you know some right. other bad guy yeah, Prince Val yeah 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 Prince Valiant that's run for Prince Valiant in the, in the <laughs> yeah right so yeah it, it kind of like it it the never ending thing is sometimes like uh oh yeah well it looks like she's gotten captured by pirates again you know something like that <laughs> well and the, yeah. that stuff was made even worse by the fact that it had to be and I mean even TV back in the 80s was the same way like with He-Man and all that stuff where it had to be written in such a way that if you missed last week, you it didn't matter. Yeah, that. that Whereas too. like Avatar, even still, like if you missed the previous episode, you were probably pretty confused. Which was bold for a TV show that started in 2005 when streaming was just a twinkle in the eye of a couple of services. Yeah, you were watching that you know? over the air or on right. cable, I guess. Right. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
if you missed it, you missed it. Like it honestly wasn't until the last 10 years where there were TV shows where I knew that I had seen every episode. Yeah. Like, it probably wasn't until 10 years ago that I knew I had seen every episode of MacGyver, which was one of my favorite TV shows as a kid. But because I mean, they would they would broadcast MacGyver like uh, different days of the week with different parts of different seasons. Like on Thursdays we're doing season two, but on there, Wednesdays there, it's <laughs> yeah. There was there was a two parter cliffhanger that I saw the first part when I was twelve, and I saw the second part when I was about twenty eight. So <laughs> right, yeah, <I> just... <laughs> yeah. But that, that's it. Uh, and I'll 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 go back to like when I was uh, the old man in the room here when when I was a when I was a uh, in elementary school and would come home from school. And before cable, before VCRs, even uh, God, I sound so old. Sorry, uh, but I, I, I talked about Star Blazers or what is called did, Battleship did, Yamoto. Did, did you have to record the show on stone tablets, Cal? You did. <laughs> you did. It was in black and white. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but I would come home, and if you didn't, everybody it was like Star Blazers is a long serial that is hurry, Star Force. You must get to this planet. You only have a hundred and eighty some days left, and I would miss entire sets of this where it's like because it one right. it was it was uh, a japanese uh animation that had been ported to the united states trans uh, you know translated poorly uh dubbed and put into uh, a tv show that was on a uhf channel if anybody remembers what uhf was yeah yep. and then that, that was the top dial. yeah yeah <laughs> and they ne- and they didn't put them in order so i would come home one day from school and watch something that was at the 180 day mark and then the next day from school it would be a, like you have 365 days i'm like well, what's going on here so i have never seen that series from beginning to end yet because it was streaming for a while and then it's not anymore more uh the original one mm-hmm. and so it's like one of those things where it's like I, I feel you adam it's like anything and and there were so many of them from any of those seasons if you go back and try to watch even buffy you know from the 90s you're like oh yeah that's right they had to fill like 30 40 weeks of shows sometime you know you're like uh there's so much to you know to catch up on um whereas yeah when you have this uh getting to the point and i do have one uh <laughs> is getting getting back to avatar and that that three season arc of stories it's like yes it's contained it's well written and that's why uh, bridget and i watch it every summer pretty well, much we watch it and it, it the other thing it forces is it forced a character arc because you can be comfortable with a character changing if you know you have three seasons but if you're right just playing the eternal game, you're like, well, this character can't change the personality too much because by season 12, what are they going to be like? Yeah, that's true. Like, you know, you saw like uh, Zuko like go through this arc and you saw like, and, like in his relationship with um, his sister, Azula. Azula, yeah. Like, right. Like, yeah, progressed in like a really interesting way. And like, well, it, 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 and it literally progressed. Like they, they went through phases with each right. other. And and that's how that's how you end up with TV shows where eventually characters just get written off and the new characters come on, and then it's like sliders where eventually at some point there's only one remaining character. Well, it's also how you the, get the beginning of the series, like flanderization, where characters become parodies of what they were in the first season. Fair, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's a good point. There's another point I wanted to bring up about. 
Is that is that an actual, actual term? Sorry, the, uh, is flanderization an flanderization? Actual, is that actually a term that we can, it is. That we can it, use? It, it is. It's it's after Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. Oh yeah, that, I, I, if, I if knew where it was in coming season from. One, he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's already like that, and then even more so like that later. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, with The Simpsons, all the characters have gone through that at this point. Oh yeah, like, yeah. That that. They're distilled to just their like their their most broad strokes at this point. Well, it, yeah, and that's another one of those where I, I have great love for The Simpsons, but it's like just be done. May, maybe be done. Just, yeah, end it. I, I feel like I thought yeah. they were going to Although do that when that, they did the movie, and then they just continued continued ahead. Right. Yeah, they kept going. They just kept going. Although back to actual Avatar and, and that I I love um what was his name Tenzin. The, Tenzin. Oh, yeah, 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 Tenzin. Yeah, uh, the Aang, 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 Aang son. Um, I loved that the whole arc where he kept trying to enter the spirit world and teach Cora uh, how to, and in the end he can't, and it's his daughter that's just like, yeah, there's flying bunnies over here. You guys can't see them. Like, I, what's Tenzin wrong with you? Tenzin and his family are just like individually amazing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Even down to the sun, who apparently uh, extends his airbending powers to flatulence, it, which yep. is which is wonderful. <laughs> he does that in the first season, but I don't see him do it again, right? Any anymore? But I think it's also no. based on. It, uh, there's a couple of of uh, uh, animation characters, and I'm forgetting the name of this um, show. That's it was wildly popular in Japan in the maybe in the early 2000s late 90s early 2000s i have to go look it up but that kid also like highly flatulent and and very you know a, a lot like and i'm totally forgetting the kid's name and and uh cora what is his name um i honestly don't remember starts with an o i can't think of it anyway but yeah the, the, this is the every every single one of them janora definitely janora is the person that you know right. you see is uh and especially when they shave her head you're like oh my gosh that's ang's granddaughter you know it's like oh no wonder she's right. so powerful no wonder she knows you know she's she's got this kind of because things skip a generation is the the it's a lot of people yeah. say right right and i i got really annoyed with Tenzin in that that she's clearly basically an airbending master at this point i mean ang already had his tattoos and stuff when he was 11 and Tenzin still is just like no no, we're not. We're not going to consider you a master. I'm like she's better than you, dude. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. He, 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 he humbles himself after a while. I think. I think they oh, they he, put a lot of he pressure. Does. He puts a lot of pressure on himself, and they show that that he's like he feels like he is the you know his father's legacy, the heir, heir. You know, uh, you know it, all of these things that he puts on himself, and it's, uh, it's obviously high overachiever. All these things, but when he battles um, uh, Zahir at the air temple by himself it's obvious that he can right. kick zahir's ass but then the other four <laughs> the other three people come and they they team up on him and they beat the living shit out of him right <laughs> but yeah. it's obvious that right. he will not give up because he's proud but anyway uh, yeah uh although that, that he, reminds he me character oh yeah totally i i am i'm not exactly proud of the fact that I made it through three or four episodes of legend of korra seeing the scenes where they had pro bending and kept wondering why are there no airbenders in this? 
There's not enough of them. <laughs> I know. I I just they like di- they died, dude. <laughs> like I knew that inherently, but it just didn't really dot up. It was like oh, uh, like so yeah, yeah. It was like right. three or four episodes in. It, it it was just this weird realization of like oh yeah, oh yeah, that's why they're all they're dead, dead. Yeah. except for those four. <laughs> mm-hmm. And even then, like I assumed that Tenzin's oh Tenzin wife, Tenzin hoping, was like his, yeah, he was completely like yeah, but he no. is, and their three kids are, but his wife's not. She always wears the same clothes, but like she can't airbend. Right. Yeah. I I love I love the pro bending thing, especially when Cora comes in and like they, she um she like earth bends like outside yeah, of her. Like, and, you can't do ref, that. The refs are like, Well, there's no rule to the dog can't play basketball, <laughs> but let's make one right now. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's just like that's never been an issue because why not? Although also like now that Bolin like knows how to do lava bending, can he just lava bend stuff at people? Like, is that allowed? I mean, there probably has to be a regulatory meet match. Like, right, right. That's only. Well, could um. That's only in the. Could Mako shoot lightning bolts at people? I. I it doesn't. No, that. I don't think so. I think they. It's definitely contained within a certain. Um, it's it's definitely like, uh, yeah, very contained. But what here's what my favorite thing about watching, uh, that series with whenever Mako and Bolin are in a battle like and they are every every time they get teamed up together because they're a team they work really well together and you watch them like uh when they battle um oh gosh i'm forgetting uh audrey plaza aubrey plaza does the voice for um uh 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 cora's uh cousins uh cousin uh, uh from the northern water tribe but when they're battling them when they're batter- battling uh oh the 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 twins yeah the, yeah when the brother and sister that look exactly the same right when they're battling zahir and his his forces they're they're wor- you watch them like move like they're still within that arena right they they, they definitely right. um use those skills to that I think that's well written. That that's something that I was uh, watching it again because of this podcast. I was like, "Oh yeah. Yeah, they're a team. Yeah, that's I, the way they work." I think I mean maybe I've had repeated, but I think the characterizations in Korra are probably deeper than they are in Last Airbender. Like right. The characters all feel a little bit a little bit more complex. Like it's yeah. not just power trio on a quest. I mean, which is interesting all on its own, but just like even like Tencent and like Mako and Bolin, who are like, I don't know, they're they're nuanced, which makes sense because when you write a show for middle schoolers and then you're writing your next show, they're they're more mature, so you can right. Play I to mean, that. To, to me, it was very clear that they wrote Korra for the audience that grew up as yeah. seven and eight year olds with Avatar, so it makes sense to to kind of do that, although. Just real quick, I was thinking you were talking about you know could Mako do the uh, you know f- or lightning bending. I still love that in Avatar when they first showed that the Firebenders could lightning bend. I feel like that was one of the writers one day going, "Fire's not enough. They should have lightning." And then the other writers being like, "That's stupid. Now they should have lightning." Okay, whatever, just do it. Well, fi- Firebenders are weird because <laughs> they can. They're the only ones that can really like make energy like theoretically speaking because they just like shoot fire yeah they yeah. don't like yeah Kat- they don't have Katara to has to carry around like a cat a canteen and stuff right exactly well as she learns later she could just steal water from other people or things yes well yes but but she has also <laughs> ethics yeah, like, and yeah. codes and and uh hope I lots know, of I hope <laughs> but, but firebenders already were like 
energy creators in the first right. like if you think about what they're doing well they draw right. their energy from the yeah. sun right so if you if you go to the where the dragons are and what the dragons do so they're drawing their energy from the sun and especially well or or sources of energy like that so the comet itself was the thing that started the hundred year war yeah um so yeah it, it's true but it, it seems much more like it's much harder for uh and 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 really katara does get like super uh like when they're trapped and uh she and toff are put in the wooden prison in the uh uh mm-hmm. she makes her own sweat so that she can cut through you know so uh, i forgot about that yeah yeah, yeah yeah there's like there's ways to do it but i think for firebenders which is why you know the day of black sun is so important and and um yeah, you know, and trying to get there. I, I I love that concept. That entire story, part of the story arc, was was beautiful, uh, including many many moments of how brilliant Sokka is, and many many moments of how dumb Sokka is for drinking cactus juice, which is also one of my favorite scenes. Of oh my god, yeah, when yeah. he was like high the whole time, or <laughs> yeah, right, something. right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, was... basically tripping. So they they just they drew into a kids cartoon somebody tripping on cactus juice so uh <laughs> yeah but but yeah but but the energy the lightning thing too i think came because you didn't really see it until um uh uh oh gosh you just said her name uh azula azula was it was something that gave her so they had to make i i think one thing i i feel unfair about is the way that they Azula was portrayed and became crazy uh, you know uh, that uh, from a perspective of you got to have a bad person um and obviously we had uh, a good a good arc for Zuko to come around and figure out that oh I'm a tortured teenager I need to you know yes I my own father is bad and this is the reason I you know I can I can make myself better Azula always doubled down on her uh, well, I guess, you know, her her quote-unquote evil side, uh, but they had to give her something that was super powerful because she was a extremely, you know, uh, uh, talented and and a prodigy, right? Yeah. So they gave her something that was, again, it's the, like, Toph metal bending or uh, Katara easily learning. These are masters. These people are, they're young, but they're masters at what they do. So that's the superhero and- thing, too. And it's also part of like a martial arts movie trope of like we have to defeat this person and he has the the fly guillotine or you know right, he right, can, right. Yeah. what like what like he has some special technique or weapon that like we can't we have to figure out how to get past that thing. So many Shaw Brothers so movies, it's that right? Trope. Yeah, it's it's the Shaw Brothers. I've got to have a bad guy. They're here to one. They're here to just they here to destroy the world. Um, they, but they also have this special power and we have to up our power. We have to, uh, what's the, the 36 chambers or something like that. You got to go, you got to go, you got to learn all four, uh, elements, Aang, uh, so you can defeat the one person that is the most powerful, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 it's tropey, but it's, oh, it's, it's good for a reason also. It's, it's so yeah. good. Like it's, a, it's a good trope. Yeah. Well, it's I like it. how they even got, Sokka got his time where he gets to forge a, sword from a meteorite space sword well space he, sword. Or, he didn't even forge it they 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 totally it, it bugged me a little bit as a, a blacksmithing nerd that they instead of forging it just melted the shit out of it and poured it 
but they, like, they, <laughs> it was a cast sword, which would never work. They also no, did it. They that. also did that, it I in a co- day. I believe Conan for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. For what right. was that, Cal? I said they also did it in one day, <laughs> which is, you know. Yeah, yeah. no. Just, <laughs> yeah, I think it's what first like Conan was the, f- the first movie I remember where they did where they like where they did that poured yeah. out a sword into yeah yeah. So I, bl- I always blame it for that that concept. Like that's right. Not, what is the secret of steel, boy? No. Did, did they do the same thing in Lord of the Rings? Um, they, uh, reforged, they reforged the, the yeah. blade that was broken. So they reforged Isildur's uh, broken okay. blade. Or not I, I know that they did that um, in Game of Thrones with the whole Valerian steel thing. Yeah. Uh, that, um, <laughs> we're not going to get into an argument about swords in Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll shut up now. Sorry, it was just my brain went on a tangent with that. But yeah, you're right. That, that is not how one makes a sword. And also, if you have a, um, a meteorite sword, which I are I know are a royal pain in the ass to actually forge, but like if you have that and then just decide to melt it down, it is no longer really a meteorite sword. It's just a really crappy iron sword. <laughs> it's it's so a you, cast you, a cast iron sword, which is not something you really hear it's about. Go, it's going to break. <laughs> like the first thing you hit, it's just going to snap off. Right. <laughs> but but the well, whole the whole idea of that for Sokka to have that little. We all know that Sokka is smart. We all know that Sokka is the planner. We all know that Sokka is also the jokester, right? So Sokka has yeah, this. Right. Um, it's okay. Uh, because I've seen it recently, uh, uh, the, the episode where, where Xander in Buffy gets his like military training because he puts on a military costume for Halloween, right? <laughs> so yes. we need something yes. to like show it was an episode to say, Hey, we, d- we know that we all love Sokka. We all know that Sokka is smart. We know that Sokka is the warrior and the planner and also, you know, funny, but let's give him a little bit of a master himself. He needs, he needs this because we already know how awesome he is. Yeah. And he proves himself time and time again as a non bender. Um, I think that's something from uh, Cora that I, I, other than Asami, there's not really any non-bender that's super kick-ass or am I forgetting somebody? Asami is kick-ass. I mean, she's she knows how to yeah. fly. She, <laughs> being, she's the Batman, right? Uh, or Batwoman, if, if yeah. you will, because she has all the cool gadgets. She knows how to fly, drive, uh, and martial arts the shit out of anything, right? <laughs> so, right. Who, that's the... That's the but she's not... She's... Um, it's a it's a good it's actually a really good a good arc for her or role for her. Um, but like I'm trying Umi to is another one, although he eventually becomes an Airbender. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That, that's, that's true. Whole other trope right there. The, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, that that part was a little weird to me, where they're just like, okay, now random people are becoming Airbenders. Nothing else, just Airbenders. Well, it was restoring balance. So, they, they so this is this is what happened when she okay. decided to leave the leave the spirit world open. It actually was the right thing to do. Um, it's just that uh, yeah. and I keep forgetting the guy, the bad guy from that uh, Kula Ola. Uh, I was almost there. It was there. Well, it was, I, I can, yeah. Um, but uh, so he, he had the right idea, but uh, freeing Vatu was not the the way to go. But opening the no. portals and and having the spirit world and and uh, human world be more connected was the way to go. So when she did that, more balance was restored, and I think that's what uh, the universe that was kind of like 
the uh, that was my understanding of it is it's trying trying to yeah. to correct a past wrong and that's what i mean really I, you think about cora and she uh, as as an avatar and obviously her uh, style is different from ang's um mm-hmm. but that that correction she's still correcting an imbalance that happened when ang went and disappeared right yeah yeah true i mean cora is, is an interesting character in, in you just said like she was different than Aang. Like for one, and they show that in like one relationship where she's like water tribe, but when she's panicked, what she's doing a lot is fire bending. Yes, yeah, right. right. That, like that just shows like something about her personality that like because like Aang was like he was an airbender, and eighty percent of the time he was solving his problems with airbending. Like yeah, which made it interesting too. Like the very first episode of Korra, where you had Aang who he knew he knew airbending and that was it and then you've got Korra and she's five and she's just like fire water air you know whatever she's doing all the different things except for airbending she doesn't know how to do that for whatever reason but you she's just doing all of them you know the 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 council that shows up are like are you sure how do you know yes why why? (laughs) she just kind of point to her and be like yeah i think so she can kind of do all the things so yeah seems seems right yeah it was kind of weird to me that they just threw that in. I mean, there's definitely some weird inconsistencies like that between the two shows, but what do you mean? The, the world. Well, like, yeah. see, now I can't think of what all they were. Um, I mean, that, that's just one of them where like in all the others, it, it was implied that all of the avatars had to learn the other bending styles later. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, Whereas she just kind of knew them. Yeah, it, it may be the raw I, I talent. Think it, I think they were talking about it. If I remember correctly, there was some, some. She she has a lot of talent and is headstrong. So it, it was not. It was so much not so much not knowing it, or, or uh, uh, she knew them, but she was not quite good at them yet. You know, it's like the well, and, and I think it was part of the theme of of like the blending that they had going together, where like they started that with lightning bending where they talk about well you got to think of it as it's kind of like water bending and like that that idea becoming more pervasive in the entire culture right so that like by the end she's like well i can do all the things because they're not that different from each other which probably goes back to the kind of maybe retcon of tying all the bendings back to a single source right because that was kind of retcon because in avatar it was just well they learned them from the animals and then in Korra, yeah. it's like nah it was the the lion turtles so i think they were trying to carry that theme through of just like blending stuff together yeah right uh, speaking speaking of lightning bending and uh learning it from from water bending iro i'm just going to come out and say iro is probably oh, yeah. my favorite also uh right uh mako who voiced him and rest in peace uh and and and, and right back to conan who who also was in the conan movies um, but yeah, I- Iroh being the, I mean, they make fun of him a lot in the beginning. He's just supposed to be the fat guy that is trying to be wise or, or trying, you know, just, uh, he's a hedonist, you know, you can tell he's a, he- yeah, he's right. a, he's there t- to have fun, you know, not, not here for a long time here for a good time kind of guy, but he also has this really deep spiritual side. And I think that's something that's, uh, you know, and they also make fun of it in the in the later where where Zuko is trying to be wise like him, but obviously can't can't I, get there, right? Doesn't work. I don't know if they intended this, but I was kind of interpreted like 
the like hedonist side you see at the beginning was him having like the Bruce Wayne persona because he was trying to like not get ousted from from the family. So he had to like pretend to be not a threat. But he was yeah, also keeping it, it, close it, it, to yeah, he wanted to keep close to Zuko because he knew Zuko's path was different. That that also helps. So if he's just like if he's just like you know, if, if Ozai is like, oh, that's the whatever uncle, like, he's no threat to me because all he cares about is, you know, the good life. Right. He went, let, he, let's stay in an area. He went from being the dragon of the West, right? The guy that was like going to take mm-hmm. down Bon Sing Se to this, uh, lost his son. You know, so his arc is actually pretty interesting too. But he also is, uh, you know, uh, I forget what level of the white lotus he is, but he's like, the, the you know so not only was he trying to take down bossing say and be inside but he you know he also was um part of this secret society that was supposed to be you know which i think they allude to here's an inconsistency for me is the the white lotus and the red lotus uh from cora is something that i i feel like i need to go back and figure it think about that, yeah, that more was so yeah. con- that was confusing um but yeah he, yeah. he, he i yeah the uh but Iroh is still, you know, and, and, and is, and him showing up in the spirit world and, and Korra is, uh, something that was cool. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, I'm just hanging out. There's like no other spirits of former, you know, past loved ones there. Aang's not there or whatever, you know, but they're just like, yeah, he just shows up. And also, yeah, like he was supposed to have like killed the last dragon. And I love that episode where like they go and, you know, they, they get there and they're like, oh no, 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 he's still alive. He just taught him the true ways of firebending but yeah and also like you're, you're right sam like you know he he talks about having hung out with waterbenders and i can totally see the the fire tribe or whatever just like exiling him for learning the yeah. ways of another you know bender at all well, and just generally being a threat because i mean if you have this guy who was like a skilled general and now you've taken mm-hmm. power like yeah and he was he's older one on your hit list if you're he's he was older than ozai and I basically you know there's a whole scene where ozai convinces right. uh convinces his father that he should be the the new fire lord because because iroh is is defeated and and disgraced and and uh you know just sad about his son <laughs> you know yeah so so that that's never stayed out loud, but i always kind of thought that 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 early persona he has is just like how he's staying in the fire nation. Right. By, right. by being non-threatening. It's still totally him. Yeah. You know, it's still, still part of his, yeah. his actual persona because you know, he, he wants to open a tea shop. He wants to be, but I think it also is, I think you're right. It's a Bruce Wayne kind of cover of, uh, I'm the rich playboy or what, you know, whatever the, yeah. 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 The equivalent. Of, yeah. Right. Also, you don't, I need, love- you don't need to worry about, worry about me whispering in your son's ear because I'm definitely not training him to overthrow you. Not, <laughs> not at all. I'm yeah, not totally. training him to be friends with the with the Fire Lord. I mean, with the with the Avatar. He's he, with the Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do love that throughout the entire series that he I was just slow, slowly trying to like guide Zuko in the right. He's like hanging out with him no matter what, but just like, dude, chill. Yes, yeah. let's think about this. But, I mean, well, just a scene when they reunite at the end after, you know, he gets to, to his final form, his like buff, buff uncle. Buff Iroh, form. Yeah. And just, <laughs> right. They reunite. And that, right. <laughs> just like that whole like, I was never angry with you. I was only. Like, yeah, yeah. I yeah, was yeah, exactly. Only sad that you I, lost your way, you know. 
That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a, I wasn't mad. I was just disappointed. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I was but, a little yeah. mad, and that's why I got this buff. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. I, do, I do love that. Though. He's like, he's in jail, and then finally he's like, screw this shit. Like, I'm just going to get jacked as hell so that whenever I get out of here, because I'm totally getting out of here, I can just you know messing stuff up but yeah my, my skate plan is to punch a hole through this wall like i'm the kool-aid man right exactly <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true he's a firebender couldn't he just like you know melt the wall or something or the bars or well i, I think I, he was biding his time yeah i think, I think he knew yeah he knew he knew what was coming he was not yeah it, that yeah that's there's a lot about uh iro that is uh wiser than wise like you said i think it is and and there's um and maybe right. uh maybe maybe the other persona is it of the you know like we said we said that the fat happy you know i'm hedonist i can do whatever but there's also the, like it is all a cover because he was so deep in the load he's like oh, you know when they're in the desert he's like nope nope I can find a friend wherever I go. I'm part of the secret society mm-hmm. you didn't know about, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's true. That is yeah, true. Amazing character. <laughs> also, I, I love the fact that um, there was another General Iroh in Korra who was descendant of Zuko's, I guess. Yeah. I wasn't 100% sure. And it's Zuko's that son. Maka was that, yeah, and that Maka was named after the voice actor. Yes, yeah. exactly. Right, right. They definitely did. Which uh, I must say that for a long time I pronounced it Mako because <laughs> I was thinking of the, <laughs> Mako shark. Sh- the shark. Yeah, exactly. But his name right. was Makoto. Uh, his full name was Mako. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I feel like an idiot, you know. And this has been since yeah. like. I, 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 I didn't internalize how it was pronounced until Korra and then they had a character. And it was also like, oh, that guy. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. That's clearly where the name comes from. This podcast continuously teaches me how people pronounce things. Oh, uh, yeah. Every day. I'm, I'm the worst at reading and trying to pronounce something. I'm like, oh, that was not even uh, yeah, close. I'll, I'll, have, I'll have a book series I've read for like 20 years. And then I'm like, oh, that's that character's name. I, 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 do, recall, I right. do recall Alex in the last one and you guys going through. Uh, I, don't wanna, I don't want to mispronounce this Gaelic or Gala. Uh, I can't even remember. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then this term yeah. and this place and this God and this, you know, I was like, yeah. Yeah. Ethnui and the Twata the Dada. And you're like, these are not words I say on a daily basis. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which, like, I, 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 with with I, anime in general, like when you're, I mean, th- this is clearly Cal brought up earlier, but like we're now getting anime where they use the character's original names. Because like when I was growing up, they would just like rename characters. Like, I don't know, that sounds too Asian. That character's name is, you know, uh, we're totally naming this guy Speed. It's not uh, Mufuni. There's not. There's no Mufuni, and and nobody knows what that means compared to what you know. It's uh, you know. Yeah. It's like I can't even remember. Like the, the one that comes to mind is like Sailor Moon. And I can't. They like renamed all the what they called Sailor Scouts. To, oh and, really? Yeah. I, I've yeah. forgotten their English name at this point. Yeah, I can see them doing that, especially when they'll like dub stuff that just like, yeah, screw it, just change the name because it'll be easier for people to remember or whatever. But yeah, but now, but now when I'm reading like manga and like you, you see the original, like they had the original name, that you're like, I don't know how you say that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, you make a good point though. It, it is always funny, especially when you and I, Sam, talk talk about books because I always almost always in l- listening to an audio book and you're always reading it with your face as i say 
and yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cal, this has got to be a thing because it was like for me, it was I was reading it with my ears, so therefore, Sarah was reading it with his face, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but because of that, like. I don't necessarily know that, like, my pronunciation of, for example, stuff out of Dresden is correct, but I know how it's pronounced in the audiobook, so, yeah, whatever, yeah. you know. I'm assuming so, it's correct. Mako, not Mako. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Anyways, yes, all of that to say, it's Mako, not Mako. Mako, but... and, and Iro was amazing. That's the, that's the topic oh, yeah. sentence here. Right. I, Iro <laughs> was absolutely great. No. Especially, like... I think watching this show as an adult and then you've got all of these like basically children characters and many times you're like, yeah, you are immature children. And then you've got Iroh who's like reasonable. That, I, I have that problem a lot in general because I, for when I'm relaxing, I read young adult fiction because it's really easy to read. There's not like... Right, complex, you're not thinking there's hard. Not, there, there's not complex plot structures. There's no words above a fifth grade reading level. But often I'm like, why are these characters so dumb? And it's like, oh, right, they're 12. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like reading... I, yes. I haven't read this in a long time, but I did read some of the Redwall series, and, and I feel like that's... like There's th- things geared towards the young adult mind, right? Or or I would go back and read something that yeah. Bridget was reading at the time. I, I you know, uh, Harry, Harry Potter has its moments of 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 that too where you're like oh yeah 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 they're all kids and to tie this back to like (laughs) tv and on our arcs talking about like the difference between the maturity of uh of 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 avatar the last airbender and and cora being a different levels of like stuff you're that's going on in your life like ang's complete infatuation with katara versus uh the complex uh uh, uh, Mako, Bolin, Cora, uh, you know, love triangle there for a few few episodes. Asami, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they throw in Asami, yeah, right, and and uh, L- love quadrangle, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Um, but then you have like the silly things where where Sokka's like uh, completely he and and uh, um, uh, oh gosh, uh, Kyoshi Warrior Suki are are totally. You can tell that they are totally together at, but he still continues to talk about i was I, I dated the moon goddess you know you know he still yeah. has these his you know it's that 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 teenage love thing that where you're just getting you know like things are so heavy when you're 15 <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah i, I yeah. love that Saka even mentions the moon goddess lady to suki and she's just like good for you yeah she's like yeah. Yeah. why did you tell me this <laughs> right <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah it is interesting to try to you know i had another point adult, but I, f- like, I forgot remember it. so this these things sometimes yes yeah although this is a bit of that, a that's often why when, when i'm watching shows i'm like well why don't they just murder that character it's like oh because they're kids yeah right yeah. <laughs> right, right. It, this is a children's show they can't, they can't just do that the solution is not just kill the bad guy right right it's not yeah. that would be a, a much shorter show <laughs> like, right right yes yeah, so we right. <laughs> yeah oh this reminds me of a slight tangent but the suki thing reminds me because she was the one that found him the um I freaking loved the episode of Avatar. I think it was in season three where it was the same events, but from the viewpoint of various different characters, including Appa and Momo. Yes. 
Which the Mo- Momo is also one of my favorite characters. Oh just, yeah, or at least like non-speaking characters, he's just great. But the whole bit where, and maybe this wasn't actually in that episode proper, but like, because Appa gets captured or whatnot, and then breaks out, and then like the whole thing where he's just like on his own, and he's trying to find Aang, and then he gets injured because of. I don't know, he falls asleep or something, like, you know, like falls out of the sky yeah. or whatever. And then eventually Suki finds him and he's just like almost gone feral, like in this, in this um, cave there. Right. And that's one of those where like, I, I, Katie would probably agree. Like, I'm not sure we've, we've watched anything that has made us more sad than the time we watched short circuit two and Johnny five gets beat up by a bunch of hoodlums by like a bunch of guys trying to like yeah. rob the shit from him <laughs> and he's screaming at them you know you've got like Appa just like in pain just this big puppy yeah 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 it's like yeah the the yeah. the and it is and you can tell like I don't know if you've ever you know uh found you know uh an animal like a cat or a, a dog that's definitely been through you know through through some trauma like been beat up or or whatever you know it's like it they don't trust anybody they're they're like there's no way i'm letting you near me and that's you know and the unfortunate thing is he's he's there he you know remembers saying but i do love i do love that that uh that that whole that whole finding appa quest uh in bossing say has a lot of great moments around it but one of the best is the momo and I, i yeah that whole like Momo making friends with the cats, uh, whatever kind of cat, whatever kind, you know, uh, Bob cat, cat thing, things, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and and them helping, you know, after uh, he helps them, them helping him, you know, kind of get a get an idea of. Uh, so that those are some good. Is that part of Tales of Bossing Say, or am I just crazy? I, I have to go. Back I think it is, yeah, because it's like it's like three or four different little vignettes mm-hmm. that are all yeah. the different characters, and I. I think that the Appa story goes beyond that, but part of it is in there. Right. Um, and also, yeah, I guess part of that, like it's, it's mentioned a couple of times that like Appa and Aang are like spiritually bound. Right. Like, exactly. Once the bison chooses you, like yeah. they're yours forever. So that was even more that he was just like, I need to find my person and he couldn't find him and was very distressed by this, you know, yeah. after like being, Oh yeah. He was like stuck in the circus and, yeah, it was a whole thing, and and how and how <laughs> angry Aang was about the whole thing, and and distraught, and you know he was right. not, he was like I don't I don't care about anything else right now. There's you know forget you know the Fire Lord, forget uh, the King, forget Bossing Say. Where you know where's my where's my you know where's my Bison? That's really you know which also is um uh, I guess for the. Uh, Oh gosh, I can't think of his name. The guy, the guy that actually ended up and captured him with the the whole um, uh, team of hand rock grabbing earthbenders. Who? Why am I forgetting everything? Oh, the um, the uh, I've just forgot their uh, their whole yeah. The, I can't remember police. what the the like the secret society name was. Yeah, um, but it, it, yeah, that uh, who was also uh, voiced by Clancy Brown. Uh, who is one of my yes. favorite voice actors ever? Who is also Mr. Krabs? Who yes. is also the Kurgan? Who is also you know so many so many great things. Anyway, I, well, I you're right. Yeah, that <laughs> character was the was basically the actual power behind the throne. Right. Where, exactly. Like, the king was the figurehead, and he was just in charge. Yeah, I wish I could remember what the name of his secret society of you know oh. warriors was. Because yeah, like 
Azula takes Azula over, takes over them, them yeah. and uses them to. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, that that whole sequence was great. And yeah, Tales from Bossing Say was just amazing. Right. And that one is also speak, uh, uh, dedicated to Mako because he passed away shortly before that mm. episode. Right. And I think yeah. that was the last was one be, he voiced. Before the end of it. Because he yeah, sings in it and it's great. Right. Yeah, because Iroh in Korra was voiced by someone else. I right. Think. And and the rest of the series, too, was voiced by uh, someone, and I forget forget his name, but he did a really uh, good job of, uh, you know, com- coming in, and it, it's not the same. Also, Mako uh, uh, voiced um, uh, in Samurai Jack uh, uh, Aku, which there is also, oh. uh, there's also a scene in Ba Sing Se where, um, uh, and uh, I'm forgetting his name, who does the vo- uh, voice for um, uh, 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 for Samurai Jack. Oh, gosh, what's his name? I'm forgetting everybody's name. I'm sorry. I, I, just for those out there, I just uh, spent 24 hours moving out of an apartment uh, and shoving <laughs> a bunch of stuff in a truck so <sighs> my brain is addled plus it's 2020 as we said Samurai Jack voice actor is Phil Lamar yeah Phil Lamar is in the right. one of the one of the bossing say things and he says right. oh he's one of the he's one of the secret society guys and they like put him in a corner and I think Iroh is like trying to get some information out of him and he actually says something like Aku he says the word Aku and he says it just like Samurai Jack does. Yeah. It's a tiny, tiny oh, little man. Easter egg. And so there's like this nice. little bit of cross pollination because of Ma- uh, Mako being the voice of Aku, um, you know, to open a portal through time, you know, that kind of thing. So the, the guy that does the voice, at the, all this point being that the guy that does the voice uh, once Mako passed away was, uh, th- you know, that it, again, I got a lot of heart for that. That's amazing. That's great. That's Sam, great. did you finally find what you were looking up? I, I looked up uh, the voice actor for Samurai Jack. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's bugging me. I can't remember what the name of the the secret warriors were, but whatever. I, I it's harder to find. Um, I, I could I could Google Samurai Jack voice actor while we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> yes right yeah yeah it's so as it's, you can see cal we go full tangent yeah oh absolutely uh we've also been talking for more than an hour and a half right so yes. yeah we should we should we should cut as, this as our as our uh hypothetical listeners know we could rainbow forever by anything unfortunately but we could probably a good point to wrap uh w-a-r w-r AP. Yes, nah, I'm not gonna. We're we're wrapping we're wrapping the wrap <laughs> about <start>. Avatar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't we don't have an outro wrap or anything. Okay. Um, Please don't start beatboxing or something. Like that, uh, no, no, I won't. Don't don't <laughs> trust me. Trust me. It's not not in my not in my. Either of you. Yeah. Oh, and here, but, uh, Dai Li. Is, it's the Dai Li. Just so we we end on. Oh a, yeah, so thank every, you. I started with yeah, the D. Yeah. yeah. The Dai Li. See, that's the perfect way. To, that's the perfect way to end. We finally figured out what the hell we were trying to figure out. <laughs> But uh, we we yeah, this has been fun. Uh, we may be back with a part two or not. Uh, this has been most you, most excellent. Thank you so yes, much for for letting me be a part of this. It was a lot of fun. Okay, excellent. thank you. Well, that was well. You see, episode three. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 All right. Now.